Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret's just-arrived collection of swim and other sun-ready silhouettes. Pack your bags with new styles from the Very Sexy Collection, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy push-up bra, in on-trend hues like green and citron and black shine. Rewind to the future with the VS Archives Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. Plus, mix and match with their wide range of bikini tops and bottoms to find your dream suit. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Welcome to You Down, a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. We all sat there in 2019 and said, ah, this decade is going to be different and better, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, here's your chance. We can sit in our fear and we can sit in our grief and, and those, again, absolutely valid. But we can also sit in our inspiration, right? We mm. can also sit in the what if. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to You Down, the podcast where four funny honeys come together to talk about what's going on in the culture. I'm Ashley Holston. I'm Shakira Janae Pei. I'm Mamiya Aforo. And I'm Yasmin Monet Watkins. But collectively, we're known as Obama's Other Daughters. And today we're asking, are you down with therapy? According to Today News, studies show that the psychology workforce is 85% white and only 2% black. These numbers can be daunting, among many other reasons, can often deter black people from seeking care. Why are there so few black providers? No one wants to show up to their session just to end up teaching therapist Karen about generational trauma. She should be paying you for the session. Today, we're sitting down with creative marriage and family therapist and mine and Shakira's therapist, Rande Dorn, to discuss what therapy is and how to get the most out of it. But before we jump into it, what are you loving? What are you hating this week? Oh, you guys, I am I'm in Minnesota, as you know, and I am loving the stars in the moon in the sky mm. at night oh, and being able and to that's see where them. Thank you. <laughs> because the, it's really just 
something that I forget how much I love until I'm mm. back in a place that doesn't have thick layers of smog. And I, I bet you had the best view of that full moon last night too. It was just like in, Ugh. it looked like a night light outside. That's how bright it was. Mm. And I got this um, astrology app. Oh, sorry, it's not a, astrology. Astronomy app <laughs> called Night Sky. Um, it's free for the basic. You guys should totally get it. You can just point it at the sky and it'll literally show you all the constellations right where you are and the names of every galaxy and the name of every star. It's oh, pretty freaking oh, sweet. Nice. <laughs> Uh, something I'm loving this week is um, I did that thing in movies where you have um, two cups on a string and you're like talking to someone from a distance. Oh I didn't God. know it actually worked, guys. Yes. Wow. I like what? what? It was welcome so to childhood. What? Who were so, you talking to, Charlie Chaplin? No, I was talking to Roy. He was in the other room. It was crazy. <laughs> I, I I would love to be a fly on the wall watching the two of you guys. Well, because <laughs> I I just took over his spare bedroom and there's a door connecting it. You know how like in hotels there's like a door connecting in between two rooms that you could like walk through. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That's mm-hmm. how our rooms are. So I'm like, <laughs> we gonna have these cups and we gonna talk <laughs> like kids. <laughs> Um, was there a specific kind of cup or string that you? It is a oh. red solo cup, okay. uh, typical oh, of any <laughs> any <laughs> store. Um, and the string, I believe, is a dental floss. Oh, oh, oh wow! Or regular, right? <laughs> Waxed, of course. What do you think? I'm a heathen? <laughs> no, I don't know if it's wax or not, but uh, it's. That's the cutest thing I've heard in all week, Ashley. Thank you. It really is. <laughs> you know what? I've never tried it, so I don't think I've not even as a kid. No, no. Oh. I, you didn't no. think you were a spy ever as a kid? What? Oh yeah, I, I had mean, a whole Harriet the Spy kit, but I was that say, wasn't part of you it. You seem like Harriet the Spy girl. We all do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I loved it. I did do the little um, tattoo on the foot and like pressing oh, it in yeah. my best friend's foot, <laughs> but it was just like a pen, and it didn't ink enough, and it was on my foot, and she had to draw it on her foot. <laughs> you still felt the essence, though. I felt the essence of it, like. You know. a, gum sh- a girl gumshoe. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I am uh, loving the weather. I know people hate when it's super hot, but not me. Um, I like it. I mean, I sweat a lot, so it's kind of like, oh, this sucks because I sweat too much. But when I'm, like, lying in my bed at night and it's hot still because it was so hot during the daytime, and that's rare in L.A. where it's still warm at night, mm-hmm. I'm just like, this is great. Like, it's actually warm <laughs> at night. and So maybe not during the daytime, but at night when it's still warm and I can wear a short sleeve shirt without putting on a sweater in the summertime in L.A. Wow. is wonderful because you got to carry a sweater everywhere you go out here. <laughs> Karen, that's why you need to come it's back true. to the East Coast. Because oh, it's warm what? at the nighttime. It's humid. <laughs> it's so humid. So many mosquitoes. Oh. Help me. Oh, not the mosquitoes. No, but it is, it is a warm summer night is beautiful. I understand that feeling. Yeah. Too. I went out and I was like, I actually am fine in my like, I had pants on, but like a short sleeve shirt. You know how I dress in rompers and <laughs> two piece sets like I'm a toddler. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like you're a toddler. It's well, a question of the times. 
I will say, like, for my hate this week, uh, Ashley triggered it. Like, I didn't realize how much I despised. No, you you brought up the mosquitoes. And as much as I love me, you know, those hot summer nights. Okay, I'm not a singer. Is that a grease? I think she was reference. Is that the We're with you. I was trying to sing Baby Bash, but then I remembered that he's, like, canceled, too. And, like... Baby anyway. Bash has a song other than Sugar Sugar, Let Me Get You So Fly. And the sun goes down. Uh, we'll be ready that. to party. Hey. Okay, oh, y'all just say he was like canceled and now y'all sing it. I know. I do not support Baby Bash. I do not support Baby Bash. <laughs> I don't know. And what he's he not even my hate. But, like, I just, I truly despise the mosquitoes that cut, roll up on our balcony at night. Like I'll be mm. sitting there in my robe trying to just like hang out and they attack. And I don't know how they know that I'm there no matter what spray or repellent I put up. They find a way to find the one little section of my skin that didn't get sprayed. Mm. They got sweet okay. tooth. That's pretty. They got sweet <laughs> tooth. <laughs> I do eat a lot of candy. <laughs> oh, yeah. I do eat a lot of candy. That's hilarious. <laughs> I got that's, that's why they're coming for me. I don't know. I oh. mean, you know what? I Googled it. Um, and they like certain colors. What? Black. What? And um <laughs> mosquitoes. Scientific evidence. I love how you <laughs> let that in. <laughs> I Googled it and they do no. like certain so, well that I'm glad to hear that because I I'm you sure. get sore up sometimes. Thank you. See? And I'm like, is this discrimination? Were these mosquitoes at a <laughs> certain person's rally? <laughs> get rid of these mosquitoes. These trolls. They're so <laughs> trifling. Mosquitoes. I'm like, why me? Leave me alone. And they leave, you know, they don't get the cats. The cats, I mean, not that I'm wishing what? mosquitoes on the cats. What? No, I'm just, just saying. Like, first of all, you don't know if those cats got mosquitoes or not. Yeah. I would scratch all day. All day. It's more like I'll licking s- themselves. Well, the that last thing I'm going to say about mosquitoes is that there is a random short film with Jay Ellis in it about, uh, and Maya Rudolph produced it. Um, <laughs> what? It's so Dream random. Team. Um, on Hulu, and I think it's called, like, suck blood or so, I don't know oh. it's something crazy and like he can hear a mosquito talking to him and it's a short <laughs> film and I don't know how I turned it on and the only reason I kept it on is because Jay is a fine fine so I watched a whole short film because he's so fine that's it I like I remember I felt one like starting to attack me and I like went to brush it away and it like got stuck on my fingernail. It was okay. Sorry. I I feel very traumatized. (laughs) You know what's good for trauma? Therapy. Oh, oh my gosh. You're so I see what you did there, Mm -hmm. Ashley. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, You know, in the black community, therapy has long been considered a thing for white people. But the reality is therapy is for everybody. Yet we're in a time where that myth is being broken down and people are opening up to the idea that examining one's mental health is a part of fortifying one's overall health. And today we have creative marriage and family therapist Rande Dorn to help us explore how everyone can benefit from therapy. But first, a quick break. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. 
Pack your bags with just-arrived swim, cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. And now, in this season's must-have shades and patterns, add the finishing touch with the limited-edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Because there's nothing like a weekend pause with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Welcome back. Our guest today, Randy Dorn, has a master's degree from Pepperdine University in clinical psychology with an emphasis in marriage and family therapy and an MFA from California Institute of the Arts in dance and choreography. She got all the degrees. Okay, dancing. I think we'll hear (laughs) how that ties into her practice. Yes. Yes. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Brande, we have so many questions for you, um, but for people out there um, who might not be familiar with what it is or, you know, have mystified <laughs> definitions of what it is, what is therapy? And, you know, for someone who hasn't been there yet, what should they expect? Good question. Um, I think of therapy as 
I guess, an opportunity for healing and for self-care in conversation with someone else. Obviously, there's also group therapy that's available. Um, it's definitely a process. Uh, and it's a, an opportunity to really look at your patterns, your belief systems, your, you know, like what's working, what's not working in your life um, with the idea of whatever goals you might have in mind, trauma that you might be working through, childhood stuff. So, I mean, really it's, it's an opportunity to have a conversation about yourself with a witness and with guidance. Hmm. Mm. Oh, I like that. The witness and with guidance. I know. <laughs> better than looking in the mirror. Right, and lying to yourself. <laughs> Somebody to tell you. <laughs> I can't see you. <laughs> I know personally, Rande, but for those who are listening, like what sort of therapy do you specialize in? What is your unique approach to this uh, practice? Um, I specialize in, I guess there's a couple of things. One is I would say I specialize in relational therapy, meaning I get to show up in the room that the work is about having a relationship with me and creating a good, great relationship so that you can translate that and generalize it to all the other relationships in your life. And then within that, I specialize in working pretty much specifically with artists. And then from there, artists who also identify as a client of color. And then sometimes from there, an artist who's a client of color who also identifies as queer. I also love how you pointed out that it's a conversation. And I think the image of therapy I had as a kid was just like sitting on a couch and just talking and then them writing notes and like not there's no interaction and like no growth. I mean, mm-hmm. there's growth, but not in the way that's the yes. personal. Well, and I, I mean, I will say that not everyone does it this way, right? Mm-hmm. That I mean, like you're right. They're also the 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 more traditional forms or the forms where the therapist doesn't necessarily show up in the room. So mm-hmm. when I when I do talk to clients who are calling me who are interested, that is one of the things that I share. It's like, I'm a real person. I have real biases. I have real opinions. And I'm going to show up and I'm going to ask questions. But some of my questions or even some of my ideas are going to come from the fact that like, I've been married. I have kids. I mean, like I, I share all those things if it's relevant because it, I mean, what's the point of me asking them to like truly reveal themselves if I'm not going to do the same kind of work? Mm-hmm. How does someone gauge if a therapist is right for them? I know for me, my quest was like, I know I want to be with a black woman. Like, I need to find someone who understands me. Like, what do you see around that? Like, how do you know? You know what you're looking for in terms of the type of care or the type of reaction and, and the your gut instincts in terms of what feels good. Um, I always say follow that. Um, I guess two mottos is that you are you are the expert in your life. Mm. And so you are also the expert in this choice. Mm-hmm. Mm. And the other thing that I typically say is that your your body is genius, but I can go into that in a Oof. there's a different question <laughs> okay. around that. But those are the two things that I offer and I hold um, for clients. And so you know what's best for you. Why do you think the stigma around therapy exists, especially for Black women? Uh, I think it exists less and less. Uh, I think part of the stigma is that um, depending on who they might be looking for, I will say there's only 5% of, of black, I imagine men, women, et cetera, et cetera, like within this profession. So you're not necessarily going to find a lot of people who might look like you. Um, I think also, at least historically, the church, pastors, your family 
has been the place that you go to for the things that you struggle with. I think the other thing around uh, the identity of Black women is that we are supposed to be strong. We are supposed to be the ones that are the caregivers and the nurturers. And so what does it mean for us to say that, that we're struggling if we're the ones like holding everybody else up? Mm. Um, and so we don't always look to ourselves and say, maybe I'm feeling depressed. Maybe I'm feeling anxious is that, oh, maybe I need to work a little harder or maybe I just mm-hmm. need to do more instead of actually looking at myself and saying, maybe I actually need to back up mm. and get some support myself. That superwoman complex is so real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it really is. Because we we are told that we should be able to carry so much on our backs, mm-hmm. we don't even know that we're doing it sometimes. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think too that there is, you know, the what's the word I'm looking for, like the idea of being badass or being mm-hmm. fierce or being strong. Like we, we use these terms as a way of, of propping ourselves up. And, you know, as you said, superwoman. And then at the same time, it's like, what does it mean if I don't say that I'm those things? Or what, mm-hmm. if it, what does it mean if I'm not living up to being fierce mm-hmm. or being badass at this moment? Can I still claim all the work that I've already been doing? Right. Like mm-hmm. all, the, all the ways have already been showing up. So, yeah, I think there's that push pull of how we are told to identify in the world versus maybe what we're actually experiencing. I also think like changing the narrative around what it means to be badass, like taking care right. of your mental health and like, <laughs> yep. be, you know, doing the, the work that um, we all need at some point in time in our lives to to, you know, live our best lives and be our best, the best version of ourselves is badass. <laughs> That's so Absolutely. real. Yeah. And back to therapy specifically, Rende, mm-hmm. what impact do you see from clients? Like, obviously, you're allotted in your space, but what sure. is something that you're like, wow, I really worked with this person and was able to get through a hurdle yes. or like, you know, what you see happen. Sure. Um, certainly improved relationships. Sometimes the letting go of relationships, dream jobs, um, dream opportunities, um, just getting closer to the thing they've been in some ways denying themselves from having. Wow. Mm. So a feeling of I am worth everything that I desire mm-hmm. and then Ooh. seeing them move towards that. Yeah. That's what I see. I am worth everything I desire. Talk about you an are. affirmation. <laughs> <laughs> you are. <laughs> you all are. Um, I also just want to say from my personal experience with you, Rande, I feel like there are times where I'll look at a situation and it seems so complex. And I'm like, okay, I'm in this pickle. <laughs> and I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to talk to this person or figure out this situation. And I don't know how to move forward. And then you just like somehow will make it seem like give me steps that I can just like or use or like even just having a conversation about it, saying it out loud and mm-hmm. um, breaking down what the the meat of the problem is. Mm-hmm. Um and um and then I leave and I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. <I'm> like, <laughs> if y'all can't see at home, I'm brushing my shoulders off. Like, I got this. <laughs> Isn't it wild that we don't do that innately? That we mm-hmm. have to talk to people to be able to have the notion that you deserve to say what you want and you deserve mm. to to have feelings and to like mm-hmm. not have everything figured out all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, communication in general is, can be tough. It's like I said one thing and you heard one thing. And sometimes I feel like that's something I've struggled with a lot where I'm like, 
I don't know how this escalated, <laughs> but <laughs> somehow, <laughs> somehow uh, the words I use and the tone I use made this person mm-hmm. feel this way. And I'm just trying to articulate this was the only point I was trying to make. So I think it's tough to mm-hmm. like be so transparent when not everybody hears and thinks the way you do or and receives information the way you do. I mean, right. you know, right. I mean, I think as you're sharing, it's, it's a, it's also an opportunity to be incredibly vulnerable, mm-hmm. vulnerable in the way of what we would call kind of like your shadow side. So the parts of yourself that you don't actually necessarily want to show the world or you feel ashamed of or that you don't like, you know, I mean, even to the, I would say like, like someone's kinks, but not even just in a sexual way, but, but in a way of like, there's something about me that I don't know is acceptable to the world. Hmm. And to be able to to demonstrate that or talk about that or even show it to someone who's witnessing you and who's accepting you, hopefully completely, allows you to digest that as well and then get to a place where you can accept yourself completely and then take that self into the world without that shame, right? And being able to be honest with all of that. Mm-hmm. We're show- today. Everybody say today. your kinks right now. What do you think? <laughs> 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 Nutella. I, told you <laughs> I think that idea of therapy coming to an end, because I know that we've talked about that a little bit too, or like there was a period where I was coming to you and then you were like, I think you're good. And then I was, and then I was like, oh, life is hard. So like, let me call it. Do, 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 Rende. You got a session for me. But how does one know when you've completed therapy? Uh, always checking in with your goals. And then when you've reached them, because goals should be quantifiable. The idea of like, I want to be happier. I, I don't know what that means. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like, you have to tell me what happier looks like. Like I won an Oscar and I'm in love with the most blah, blah, blah. Right. It has to be something that, that we can hold up to the light and say, you've achieved these four things. Mm-hmm. And then I'll ask, is there anything else that you want to put on this list? And if not, you're good, you know, and for, and for clients that I've, I've discharged, basically they'll check in once every three months or once a year. So the relationship, uh, continues or can continue. Mm. Um, but there is something very satisfying at the same time to witness someone get to the place where they're able to hold space for themselves, mm. right? That they're, that they're able to move confidently in their relationships, in their careers, in their work life, in their money life, um, and for them to be able to say, I did that, mm-hmm. and to be able to have witnessed that and say, this is part of the culmination of all of your work. I mean, yes, I'm working too, but you do the work, right? Mm-hmm. You are doing the hard work. Mm-hmm. And so for you to be able to like say, I, I've done so much work. I know myself. I can, I can take it from here. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what we do with parenting as well, right? At some point, we release our children into the world. And it's like, we're always here for you. But this is also part of your journey to 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 face these things mm. in in community with others, mm. right? The community that you've built and that you've started. And I'm I'm a part of it, but I'm not always going to be the one holding your hand. Mm. Mm. I'm happy to hear that you look at it that way because that was sort of my question. <laughs> because I think <laughs> when I came in in 2016, I was consistent, um, you know, for a good amount. But I had a lot that mm. I wanted to 
talk about and work through <laughs> and the goals to me. And then 2016 now. 2016 was rough for a lot of reasons. <laughs> November 2016, I went to therapy. Um, <laughs> but no, truly, I, I think it's good that you look at it that way where it's like once you get to a, a place, you let the kid go. And, you know, mm-hmm. and then I do check in sometimes if something comes up where I'm like, of course. Uh, I need some help. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I and I, I love it. I mean, at the same time, right? As as I, I don't want to, I'll use the parent analogy, but to have someone check in and to be able to to follow up and see all the incredible things that are happening um, in you know in their lives, it's like I've gotten as much from the relationship as I hope that they did, and so it's really meaningful for me to to feel that connection and and to know how well each of them are doing in their lives. I'll just They're say lucky to that have you. I I have never heard Eon Levanzant say anything mm-hmm. that sweet before. <laughs> <laughs> That's not her style. That's not her what style. What about that fish you are the episode? Other side of the therapy coin, okay? <laughs> if you're scared <laughs> because you've watched Eon Love. <laughs> What are some ways that people can be better about communicating with the people in their lives? I would say listen first Mm. with the idea of, what do you call, um, repeating what you heard. So, I mean, it can be just as simple as saying, so what I hear you saying is Mm -hmm. blah, 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 blah. (laughs) Let me tell you, your student is doing the work over there. Yeah, I know. I've definitely heard that. (laughs) (laughs) And you know, yes. I be getting mad. You don't hear me saying nothing. Yes. <laughs> hear what I'm saying. The words coming out of my mouth. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I'm trying. Yes, I'm yes. trying. <laughs> yes. I well, that. I mean, with, with the idea of validating, right? Like what is being uh, received. And mm-hmm. when we, we don't do that, it's because we're in our head and we're trying to create the answer, mm-hmm. which means we're not listening, right? So taking mm-hmm. that step back to say, okay, I'm listening to what, and, and what is it that you want me to get? from what you just said to me as another question. Like, what's your intention behind telling me the story? And I've done that before in session, out of sessions. Like, okay, you told me this long-winded story. Like, what was the point? Like, what is it that you wanted me to get from that? <laughs> oh, I wasn't doing whatever I was supposed to be doing. I was, okay, received, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. sometimes we tell stories as opposed to being direct. So not everyone communicates in the same way. Mm-hmm. So first just trying to get what is it that you're trying to tell me? And then is it okay? Do I have your permission to respond? Mm. So then we're both at the same place, right? I've received what you said, but I now have permission to say something. Mm-hmm. Can I say this sounds a lot like improv and I always <laughs> see improv mm-hmm. everywhere in my life. But it's, it's, it's such a tool. Guys, go out and take a, an improv class. You will mm-hmm. be a better person. And it's like therapy. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Things come out. You yes. know, you never mm-hmm. think what. Guys, we should mm-hmm. have an improv class on Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> Send us a message if you want to join. Oh, but let's charge, <laughs> let's charge therapy prices. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, man. Yes. Yes, and. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 <laughs> I, took, I took improv. I took it for like a year. No, two years. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Uh, yes. I did it because I wanted to be funnier at parties. That's a great reason. That's so are you? clever. Did it work? I am. I am better at parties. That's good. And they got quick with the wit. 
Earlier when you mentioned um, that your body is genius, could you break that down a little bit for us? Sure. I mean, when I normally when I say it, it's when we're talking about uh, symptoms. Mm -hmm. So feelings of depression, feelings of anxiety. Um, I think of of the body always in conversation with the soul or with the self. Hmm. Uh, and so I, I never try and say like you are depressed or you are anxious, but that you have feelings of. Hmm. And what does it mean for your body to communicate to you through those symptoms or through those feelings? And so what is your body trying to tell you by making you so tired that you don't want to get out of bed? Or why is your, uh, your body giving you symptoms or feelings of anxiety? To welcome that conversation, be like, hey, anxiety, like, nice to see you. <laughs> you again. <laughs> you again, welcome. <laughs> you know, with this idea of like, why, like, why are you here? Right? Like, like, what's happening? So that you can always be in dialogue. Because your body also knows so many things that, that your mind has shut yourself off from. Right? Mm-hmm. So that we have our, our mind, very important, our body, and also our soul. And those three should be working to, to integrate themselves. And so when I think of the body as being genius is that there's a lot of things that the body is trying to tell us and that already knows because it's tapped into this universal connection to everything and everyone else, right? If we, mm-hmm. my belief system, we, if we are all source, if we are all one, if we are all energetically connected, then your body has a lot of information that, that our mind isn't always tuned into. Mm-hmm. And so your feelings of anxiousness or depression or joy or ecstasy or grief could also be connecting you to other things. So for Mm. me, in light of what's happening, it's like, I'm not necessarily in the world as much as I actually was when everything was more shut down because you can feel all of the fear and the, the, the energy of discontent in the world. And it's like, all right, my body is telling me something. Do I want to connect to that source or do I want to connect to a different source, mm-hmm. right? And when our body is telling us that we're anxious, sometimes it's grooves that we've created from childhood. And so we can welcome that conversation and say, I hear you. I know that we used to be anxious. I knew we used to be afraid of X, Y, Z, but we're an adult now. Like we're okay. Like we don't have to be anxious anymore. Mm. But thank you for reminding me that that was something that came up. And I'm going to remind you that we're okay. Like I have this. So that we can always be in conversation with the back and forth. And once the body knows that you're in conversation with it, it's more likely to relax. It's more likely to trust the choices Mm -hmm. that you're making. And then vice versa, the other part that your body is also giving you intuition and other signals. Inspiration is what artists might come, you know, might pull from, right? Mm -hmm. But that our body is leading us in certain ways. And so if we said, I want to be the top of blah, 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 well then let your body and your inspiration and your intuition lead you to that, Mm -hmm. to trust those instincts that say, go left, call this person, go over here. Mm -hmm. I'm like, mind blown, (laughs) right? Like taking all these notes. Yeah. That's how I'm going to apply this to my life. (laughs) That's your lady in therapy voice. That's my inner. (laughs) (laughs) Brande, and you also mentioned for specifically this time, how you work with your clients to be able to get through something that none of us have ever experienced before. Um, Can you give us insight into some of the tools um, you share in that way? Mm -hmm. I I mean, I think I first asked them to consider what does it mean to welcome this opportunity 
to wow. welcome what's happening versus hmm. dismissing it or denying it, right? Because when we're in denial, we are stopped versus if I welcome it, if I say yes to it, just as we talked earlier, then I have a path forward potentially, right? Yes gives me, okay, what a question of like, what's next? Mm -hmm. um, I personally, like there is understandably so much fear that's happening. Um, and at the same time and grief for sure, that there's also a lot of like clearing of space. Mm -hmm. So I see this as an incredibly efficient time to move forward and move into what I think is your heart's deepest desire. Ooh. The thing that you were calling in 2019, mm. New Year's Eve, I'm going to do this. <laughs> if, for me, it feels like this is this kind of open portal that has like moved stuff out of the way so that you can more efficiently get to that. Now, efficiency doesn't mean that it is not painful, right? Mm. Because it may mean... <laughs> leaving some things behind, right? It might mm -hmm. mean leaving that job so that you can really be the artist that you wanted or leaving that relationship, or it may be improving things too, improving the relationship to self, improving your relationship to your work or to your family. But I, I, yeah, like to me, like this is, this is, we've all called for this. We all sat there in 2019 and said, ah, this decade is going to be different and better. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, here's your chance. Mm. So we can, we can sit in our fear and we can sit in our grief and, and those again, absolutely valid, but we can also sit in our inspiration, right? We mm. can also sit in the what if, yeah. And when everything is cleared, right. When you're standing on the precipice of this cliff and you're like, I could do whatever I could actually do whatever I want. Mm, I could yeah. go back home to Texas if I want. I could go back to that blah, 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 whatever it is that I want. Like, here's an opportunity to jump. Mm -hmm. Here's yeah. an opportunity yeah. to jump. And when you couldn't even hear yourself know what you wanted, mm. because we're so busy running around, mm -hmm. trying to do everything else, trying yeah. to do those 60-hour work weeks mm -hmm. and make our bosses happy and make our parents happy. And it's like, it's mm -hmm. clear. <sighs> Mm -hmm. step forward there's not I mean there's so many things that aren't in your way anymore mm -hmm. uh, I remember Rande used to tell me is this like a, a good opportunity or is it a great opportunity choosing the things that like in terms of what to leave behind and being like what's important to me right now and being able to be like everything is possible and these days are full of the things that you want to do in like a, a dedicated way I think also taking that this is a, like a very safe time to experiment with it, but it's possible mm -hmm. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> to do and live however you want to yeah. live. Um, mm -hmm. But I, I agree. I'm very excited for this time, even though it is, you know, there's a lot of negative things going on. There is so much possibility of great things mm -hmm. happening for everybody. Mm -hmm. I love how... When we read like about the Harlem Renaissance and like times of the past that so much great content and work mm -hmm. and thought came out of those times, I we are in our version that. of that time right mm -hmm. now. Like I confidently like people are getting opportunities to make things that would never have mm -hmm. happened before yes. because the space has been for like knocked down the door, <laughs> the gate mm -hmm. has been knocked down and we're like. We're here. 
It's just a different space that we aren't used Mm -hmm. to, that we're all figuring out. And that's, I think, one thing that I'm grateful for is that we're all figuring it out together. Nobody has lived through this, so nobody has it completely. You know what? The last (laughs) pandemic, I did this, this, and this. It's like, no. (laughs) One lady. (laughs) One lady. East Coast town. (laughs) Y'all didn't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that's just (laughs) uh, not what's happening with this, so. So what are some of the things that you think help people maintain their, like, mental well-being? Mm. Um, close relationships. Mm. Mm. You could do practices like journaling, uh, meditation, prayer, spirituality, which can be broken down to, like, candles and crystals and you know, whatever religion that belief system that you're working with, um, grounding exercises, um, which could be hugging a tree, putting your feet in sand or soil. I've only um, hugged one tree. Leave me alone. <laughs> Randy, wait, wait, I don't wait. know if she was calling you out. Like, wait, like, wait. Is that a literal out. thing that people prescribe? Like, I see it as a trope uh, on television, but that's Yes, I have literally prescribed that to some of my clients. Okay. Especially the ones that are on uh, at the campus, right? Because there's trees everywhere. So it's like, can you just go outside and put your back against a tree, hug a tree, like hold something? Because again, it, I think you all know this as artists, you can get so in the mix or in the flow mm-hmm. that you can almost feel like you're floating. And so like needing the charge of earth and the groundedness of earth is can be really important. And so to have skin on earth, so soil, grass, metals, even like you're back on your door in your room if you need that, or a tree. Um, water is also can be very grounding. You can mm-hmm. talk to your water. You can bless your water before you drink it. So it's a way of, of reestablishing. But all of that goes back to the idea of connecting to your body. So dancing, movement, hip circles, self-pleasure, masturbation, like all of those are really actually important practices to do as a way of coming back to yourself. Twerking Mm. is definitely therapy. (laughs) Like, or just, I mean, everything you described in the movement way, like there have been moments where just dance, like moving your body can literally make Mm -hmm. you feel better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what skating has. It's definitely been that for me. I I know Yaz mm. has used well. it as therapy too, but there <laughs> is something I you know can don't know how to put words to it. But there is something like really freeing about it, and like I I'm not in my head when I'm skating. I'm just yeah. I guess I'm just in my body, free as a bird. <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> I, know. I love that. <laughs> that's how I feel when I'm on yacht. South of France. You, Nelly Furtado, I'm like a bird. <laughs> but, but I also hate birds so ill. <laughs> so, Rande, what are some of the tropes we've all seen in movies uh, over the years <laughs> of therapists that you want to break? I, 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 the one that I think of the most is like um, a therapist not really listening but saying, and how do you feel about that? (laughs) Although we do do that. (laughs) (laughs) But I hope you're listening. (laughs) Um, I think 
I mean, for me, it's like, I mean, even though I'm wearing one that we all wear cardigans and loafers. <laughs> <laughs> the idea, I think as someone else has mentioned that, that you have to like lay down on a couch um, mm. and that we are kind of blank slates and that you just come in and you dump all of your stuff and then leave and we just write notes about it. And somehow that's how transformation happens. Um, <laughs> like none of those characters uh, yeah. on TV have made any leeway. No, no a lot of them are terrible. I mean, there is that in, although that's kind of bad too, but in practice with that Irish actor, I don't remember, I think it was old HBO or something like that. That was one that I started watching when I was moving into act or in treatment, actually. That was the one mm -hmm. that I started watching, but there's a lot of, therapy images that I don't <laughs> agree with. And I, I think part of it is that I think the main one is that they get too close in the sense of they create relationships that are uh, too enmeshed mm -hmm. um, that have a, a sexual tension to them. I was um, thinking the Sopranos because Tony, uh, he was with his therapist. I was yeah, thinking of um, <laughs> what is it? Cruel intentions. You were really slightly yes. with daughter. Yeah. And she was like, ah! And upset because he slept with her daughter. I mean, I, yeah. What, so you're yeah, not supposed to be that, that close, huh? Yeah. <laughs> she, she was flirting with him too. Relationship. <laughs> yes. I mean, obviously, we talk about very complicated, complex right. issues, mm -hmm. and because of that, you will have clients who do fall for their therapist or say, "I'm having feelings mm -hmm. for you," mm -hmm. but you should be able to still have a professional conversation about mm. how do you feel about that that you <laughs> <laughs> and they're like how do you feel about that I feel oh wow Has, is that is that too much to ask has anybody ever opened up and been like I am feeling you and I want to take you out <laughs> to eat you Randy no no that hasn't happened oh okay <laughs> I am single though so you know no, <laughs> I hope you heard that ladies and gentlemen <laughs> are there any last words that you would want for our listeners to have around therapy or getting help or mm. just about taking care of themselves are there any last words you'd want to share I mean I I think the thing I, I always ask clients to really think about is is how is to tap into their desire and tap into their pleasure mm -hmm. and mm. let, let those two things lead them through the dark. Mm -hmm. That's it. That is, that is good. I'm so glad this is recorded. I'm like, Oh, I got to write that down. You can listen to it on iHeartRadio and wherever you get your podcast. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Before we let you go, Randy, can you tell us where folks can get more of you? Yes. Um, you can find me my website, uh, which is just randedorn.com, R-A-N-D-E-D-O-R-N.com. Uh, you can also find me on Instagram. I think it's randedorntherapy LA. I think that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then you can also just find me under my name, under Psychology Today. There's a profile there, uh, which also links to my website. So... Those are probably the three best places to find me. Rande, thank you for spending time with us. Oh, my pleasure. You so all are good. so delightful. Yes. What a treat to be able to interview you this time. 
It's always you asking the questions and now turn the tables around. <laughs> I wish we got some more dirt on what Yasmin and Kara were saying. Email Ashley and I. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all, all the right. dirt we need to know. Right. <laughs> yeah. um, oh, it goes deep too. Yeah, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Randy. Let it out. Randy, you want a drink? You want a drink real quick? What you gonna come to from Virginia with a drink, huh? Look, I will door dash her a drink if that's what it's gonna take. Get a room. That's so funny. <laughs> Um, this has been so fun, um, but it is time for us to give some advice to a lucky listener. Um, but before we do that, let's hear from our sponsors. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just-arrived swim, cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. And now, in this season's must-have shades and patterns, add the finishing touch with the limited-edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Because there's nothing like a weekend pause with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. 
Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Welcome back, everybody. It is time for us to give some advice. Mamiya, what you got for us? All right. Today's letter reads, Dear OOD, I've been laid off since the start of COVID and my savings are dwindling. Mm -hmm. I see that everyone is on unemployment, but I feel bad taking assistance. Why? Mm -mm, Especially since my grandmother (laughs) just told me the story about how my great-grandfather raised nine kids as Uh a black man in the 40s without (laughs) taking government assistance. Oh, uphill both ways. (laughs) (laughs) Right? I know a worldwide pandemic is a different circumstance, but I can't help feeling like I'm failing my family legacy. What should I do? Mm. Run through my savings and keep my pride or take assistance and possibly shame my family? Help. Signed, too proud to beg. Mm. Maybe we need a rand day to stay. I know. (laughs) know. (laughs) She would know exactly what to say. Um, um, too proud to beg. I would just say, uh, there is literally a song and it's like, ain't too proud. Um, mm-hmm. and it sounds like, I listen to that song. Yeah. One, <laughs> listen to that song. Two, I think, you know, in your spirit, what you need right now. And like the world is a vastly different place than when your grandmother and great grandfather <laughs> raised nine children mm-hmm. in, you know, the Dust Bowl. I era. Also, yes. I also think that you shouldn't feel like you're begging for money that we've right. all chipped into mm-hmm. the government. We all pay tax. I'm hoping you pay your taxes. Too proud to beg. <laughs> but I'm assuming you do because you're very prideful about, you know. And the government and takes the taxes anyway. They gonna take they take that money and then they give fifty four percent to the LAPD, mm. defund the police, and give oh. you the oh. check. Oh. Take oh. the check, okay? <laughs> ain't too proud to beg. Ain't what in the too hard. <laughs> Shoot, no, I mean, and especially as the government is giving bailouts and handouts to big banks and huge corporations, like you coming to collect your six hundred dollars a week is nothing to be ashamed of. Especially when I think the numbers were like three million people in the U.S. right now are on unemployment. 4%. Like there's just an unprecedented amount of people. Like we are in a global pandemic. It is not crazy for you to get unemployment. Also, I'm curious on about the relationship between you and your family. Like are they mm. just checking your check-ins to know that <laughs> know. you get Yeah, unemployment? they're not trying to like, <laughs> give you some assistance also. Yeah. <laughs> Like, but also, how do they know if you're taking assistance? Like, they gonna see the EBT card? Like, <laughs> what are we worried about? I just also feel like what Shakira said, we pay taxes for this purpose, for that mm-hmm. money to be there for you. But also, put your pride down, person, because when your savings are depleted, that's not right? a very prideful place to be standing from. Like, who cares? This is unprecedented. Do what you need to do to survive. Mm-hmm. That part. Yeah. I think I will sympathize and say there is a stigma that is attached to taking assistance that maybe this person is feeling mm. very clearly um, affected by. So just run through why you're feeling that way. You know, know that this is a different time mm-hmm. and go ahead and take them coins because uh, there's no pride in having no money. And being in the dirt. 
<laughs> Look, I would be a welfare queen before I would be a corner queen. No, but that's like that stigma part, like, you know, that stereotype that it's only, you know, a certain kind of person who accepts aid. It's not rooted in anything real. Like if you need help, you have to ask for it. Everyone at some point in their life needs help. Like, I think it's a myth that we just go through life on our own without any sort of community or help or assistance. So take the money. Ain't too proud or too proud to beg. Well, appreciate all of y'all tuning in. Uh, Please remember to share and review our podcast. Let us know your thoughts. What are you feeling around therapy? Let us know in the comments. And also come kiki with us on social media. We're at Obama's Other Daughters on Instagram, at OOD Improv on Twitter, and on Facebook at Obama's Other Daughters. And if you need some advice or you know someone who does, um, send us a letter at oodpodcast at gmail.com. Yes, this was a blast. And thanks for kikiing with yeah. us. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. You Down is a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from Shondaland Audio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.